Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 76. Hi, this is Paul Young, author of The Shack, and you're listening to Cliff and Stephanie and Family from the Heart. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. Today, we are going to be talking about education and our kids and screwing them up for the rest of their lives. That has nothing to do with education. (laughs) By holding them back a grade. I don't think you turned out just fine. Well, we'll talk about that. Well, maybe not. That's questionable. (laughs) There we go. All right. So anyway, I just want to say welcome back to everybody for another week of conversations of us sharing our lives, our family with you here at familyfromtheheart.com. And right off the bat, thank you, Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com for sponsoring this show. They are totally awesome. And we love you guys. Right. And we'll tell you somewhere during the show how you can buy stuff from them and get a discount and tell them thank you. Yes. All right. So, Stephanie. Yes. Today's topic. Today's the day. Yes. Ruining ruining our children's lives and putting kids in school too early and and the psychological drama and damage, permanent scars mentally <laughs> of holding a child back in school a grade. Okay. So, so where now that's the topic. Where right. do we start? And I know, go ahead from the beginning. From the beginning. Yeah, so give us a Can I break out in song? No, I'm just Yes, kidding. you can. No, I, I, I'll i There's trouble you. in River City. I'll say there's trouble. Okay, that's totally not the song. Oh, what song were you going to say? It starts at the very beginning. It's a very oh, good place to start. Doe, a deer, exactly. a female. All right. Right, go. come on. Yep. Um. So, where was I starting? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Because you're not looking at the me. You're not be- paying attention Watch to this. Me. I am looking at you now because I see you on the camera. Okay, that doesn't you're help right me anyway. You're right there. That, no, actually, I'm right here. No. <laughs> but that doesn't help me any. So, um, starting at the beginning is that, okay, um, Matthew, we started school early. He has a birthday that fall fell, um, that falls earlier than what our state um, considers a cutoff. Okay. To start kindergarten, which I think is October 1st. His birthday being in early September left us with the choice of to start him when he was five or to wait a year and start him when he was six. Right. Okay. Um, We chose, based on the information that we had at that time, the recommendation of his preschool teachers and what we thought the best for Matthew, because we know him better than anyone right um to go ahead and to start him in kindergarten rather than waiting a year exactly right so first of all let's talk about megan's birthday which is in november and when she entered in kindergarten to start that year earlier but because her birthday fell after the cutoff she had to wait a year she had to wait a whole year right so when mckenna or when megan was Going into kindergarten, how old was she? She was five. She was getting ready to turn six. Okay. So she was almost six years old yes. going into kindergarten. Which I think is the case with most children. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I do. All right. Um, 
Matthew, so. his birthday falls in early September. So he actually started kindergarten when he was four and turned five two weeks later. Right. And um, has always been academically spot on for his grade level. He is, um, can you, you know, make eye contact? Is, is this up too high? Is no, that I was problem? looking at the chat room. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're not talking to you. Yeah. Richard says, Cliff, I think you're too low well, down. Okay. Don't address him. That doesn't help me in my argument. I'm listening to you. I know. Um, I've explained to you that it is an issue. I, I'm trying to work on it. If you are not making eye contact, then no, I do not feel like you are listening to I me. am listening to you. I hear every word that you're saying. Um, now I forgot what I was saying. So, so Matthew started kindergarten when he was four. Right. Uh, what I was saying was academically, he is right on for, um, for his grade level that he has been in, mm-hmm. which we have always found very, um, encouraging because he is the youngest in the class. Everyone else in the class is at least six to nine months older than he is. And so, <laughs> you're totally not paying attention. <laughs> I can't even drop it because I just, I'm just right. having a conversation that in- requires. Go ahead. I'm, you know, I'll stop playing okay. with it. Here, I'll get close to the camera. Just deal with it. <laughs> just deal with it. Okay. All right, go. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. He says Stephanie is full size. Who's that dwarf in the other window? That was <laughs> that was funny. Nice. Funny, Richard. Okay, moving on. Um we've always found that encouraging because everyone else in the class is six to nine months older than him. Are you following along yes. now? You know yeah. where we're going. Okay. So he's been he's been right up there. He's always been right up there. Um okay. now we knew that we we've been dealing with along the way, obviously, he is less mature than a lot of kids in the class because six to nine months younger. And, um, but he's always been, I, I, for lack of a better word, I'm going to use fine, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so third grade started, he's in the third grade this year, got started and, um, everything seemed to be going okay. I think this is, is, are we ending the fourth or the fifth week of school? I don't remember. I don't know. I think my the weeks fourth. go by so fast. Yeah, I think we're ending. We're ending the fourth week of school, and um, it just seems that he's struggling now. Um, struggling in everything or in spelling? See, and that's what I don't know. All right, because that's I- why I want to have a discussion with the teacher. To see if I'm being paranoid as a parent and overreacting. Because I don't see him having any problems with math. Yeah, but you're not upstairs doing his homework with him either. Okay. You know, he um, he's coming home with more homework than what I can keep up with, let alone than what he can keep up with. Okay. You know, and um, being, I wouldn't call us an average American family, but being what we are, we're, we're very busy. And, um, you know, two hours of homework is, is a lot to keep up with when there are two other kids in the house and, you know, tons of other things to get done. Exactly. So, because he has, like you said, struggling with the spelling, he's struggling with the spelling, which I don't necessarily agree with the spelling. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, and, but there, there's there's reading, there's math, the spelling. They're working on cursive, which he's left-handed. He's 
pretty much doomed from the get-go. I don't know about that. He's but... a left-handed boy. <clears throat> there are very, very few. I don't know that I know one left-handed man who has good handwriting. Be legible. Barely. And I apologize if you're a left-handed man with very good handwriting. Send us a... Please send me a written note. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um. So... It's just, it's a lot for him to keep up with, and he wants, um, okay, thank you, um, see, spontaneous planaholic in the chat room says, my husband is left-handed, but yes, his handwriting is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, I'm not really sure if it is just in the spelling that he is struggling with, or if it's with everything, and, and I've, I'm planning to meet with the teacher next week. To discuss that. Okay. But Cliff and I were talking, you and I were talking, and see, you don't look at me so much now, I'm just talking to the people and not to you anymore. Um, We were talking yesterday about how we'll deal with that if, in fact, he ends up being held back at the end of the year, which... Which I don't think is going to happen. Okay. I mean, you mean like the the state holds him back, like his he won't pass the grade, right? Okay, because see, I don't see that happening at all. Okay, why? I don't know. I, I just I think that that we can coach him through this this the. I mean, I, I now if it's more than just spelling, then then maybe it's a little bit bigger than what I'm thinking. But you know, the fact is, is he's got you know, negative nine spelling words out of wh- how many spelling words? 20. Out of 20. Mm-hmm. So he's missing uh, more, just over half of his spelling words on his test each week. Just under half. Or that's what I meant. Yeah, just under half of them. And, you know, I'm not sure that that's the, you know, that that's an area. I mean, obviously we want to get his grades up, but I'm not, I'm not saying that, that spe- I, I just don't know that testing you know, of spelling words, the way that they're doing it is the best way to, to test an ability and 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 his comprehension of certain things. I, I'm wondering, are they? Te- I don't hear him come home. I, I don't. See, I actually help him with the spelling homework. Yes, I, you do. Last couple of weeks, I've been helping him. As well. I have not seen a single paper that says I before E except after C. No, they're not. I don't, I don't know that they rule, teach those concepts I don't, anymore. <laughs> I don't see rules, and I don't see exception. All I see is memorization, and I'm sorry. You know, at six, you know, at, at his age, at He's seven, eight. Or eight. <laughs> I can't even think of. Anyway, at his age, do you know how any how old? Any no, I can't keep. Okay. They keep changing every year. Okay. So that's, anyway, that's good. At seven years old, it doesn't matter. He, he, how focused are you? And are you going to be able to sit down and memorize twenty words, especially the twenty words that they give him? And I will tell you, there, there are some words on there. I'm like. How am I going to teach him this without him understanding the rules? You know? Right. How am I going to teach him this without the rules? Well, and last year he had a teacher who didn't believe in spelling tests as we know them. That was what I was going to bring up next. And I told you, I told you last year that I was concerned about him going into the third grade where everything is more structured and it's all about taking this test at the end of the, you know, this state test at the end of the year which the third grade in our school doesn't even count. It's only preparing them for the fourth grade, you know? Um, So it it is, and I don't, I don't necessarily um, 
agree with the spelling test the way they do it. You you mentioned memorization. It is only memorization. He's not comprehending anything. He's not learning the rules, which I still say to myself, if I'm typing an email and I need to you spell type in receive, receive, I know, I, I, I before still do e it. except after C. And um, so it, it's it's really crazy. It's yeah. really crazy. They're not compre- They're not. Um, they're not soaking it in. They're not right. keeping any of that information. Yeah, I mean, I can. I, I'll be honest with you. I know for a fact that you give me a test that's based upon memorization of twenty different little things. I I know this from college uh, because in college, I re- we used to have we used to have it was always it was um what do you call that when you know. write out all the words um it, I An can't, essay? yeah they were all essay okay. tests. So everything was an essay, and and you had to go and get those. Uh, the, what are these kind of books called? Composition notebook. Com- yes, you had the composition notebook, and all of my exams for history were all exams based upon this information that I had to write essays about. Right. And here's what happened: I would literally not study a single bit between you know you know day to day, day to day. Not for this these particular classes. And what I would do is I would go through it. Now, I had the most copious notes you would ever imagine having in, having in your life. And what I did is I went in and I found out, what, I mean, the, this one teacher says, listen, here are, here are 12 questions. Eight of these 12 questions will be on the test. All right? And that's what he says. I'm not going to tell you what eight are, but here's 12 questions. You need to be able to answer all eight. All eight. You need. You need to be able to study all twelve of these questions, but know that only eight of them are going to be there. So what I did is I knew that I knew the twelve questions. I literally spent all night long. Now you're not paying attention to me. I'm. You literally spent all night long. See the difference between yeah. you and I is that I'm female and you're male. I can multitask. You cannot. All right. I know this because we've been married for thirteen years. Nice. So anyway, I would spend all night long staying up. And I would memorize a whole string of facts. And how I would do it is I would I would actually create sentences. You know, uh, Thomas Jefferson, this keyword, this keyword, this keyword, this keyword, this keyword. And I would actually write them down in a list. And every keyword was a phrase, it was a word in a phrase or a sentence. And I would memorize. It's like, okay, I know what this sentence is. And if I could remember this keyword, then I'll remember the entire, entire sentence. sentence. And if I have this entire sentence, I can write five sentences before and five sentences after to actually regurgitate a stuff, enough stuff in there that it makes it sound like I know what I'm talking about. Okay. And so I actually went in and I, re- I remembered like 12 different strings of conversations. And when I did that, I actually went back in, did the test the very next day or actually not next day. It was that morning, a couple hours after I finished studying. Yeah. And... I would sit there and it's like, I would immediately, as soon as I had the composition notebook, this is what I would do. I'd take a pencil and I would go turn to the very last page and I'd write down those 12 sentences. Does that make sense Mm -hmm. to you? I'd write down the 12 sentences that I had created and all 12 of those sentences are key key words and phrases and sentences. And then what I would do is I would go to the first question and it's like, oh, this, these, this sentence is the keywords that go to this question. Right. And I would sit down and I would actually go through all of it completely memorized, driven into my head. You ask me three days later to answer that question, 
Not it's a chance. Gone. It's gone. Because you don't need it anymore. It's gone. And that is that is the in, that is the whole point here. Everything is for a test or for this or or for that. They're not soaking any of that information in. That's right. And and so here here's the other thing I want to say. And and you know, I do want to find out how Matthew's doing in all his classes. Right. I do want to find out, are they teaching him the I before E except after C? You know, drop the Y and put the I E. Right. You know, are they teaching that? That's something. I that, don't know because well, he just did, you know, easy, easiest and heavier and, and all of those words, you know, a few weeks ago, Ed test didn't come home looking so good. Well, and it's not just the test, but the homework papers you know, don't right, have it written down. No, they don't. You know, it's like I haven't seen anything. So so what I would like to say is is that you're going to meet with the teacher and I would like to know, is this something that they're learning? Are they learning right. I before E? And is there any way that those documents can you is there any way we can make sure that those documents come home? OK, because we want to go over. We don't want our son to just sit down and write the words 15 times each. You know, because that's memorization. I don't want memorization mm-hmm. because what happened this past Friday? Explain to everybody. I don't know. You, what, what am I? He said, I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. So um, he woke up. He woke up in the we, morning. We got up. We were getting ready for school. And um, before we left, we ran over the spelling words. <laughs> well, we didn't run over. We went over them. Yep. And he knew every word. He could spell every, I mean, strangest and... Um, what was the other? There was another one that I don't. I don't even remember what it was. But um, he knew every one of them, and the deal was he he lost his DSI that he got for his birthday on our ride home from Tennessee. Well, like literally, we were ten minutes from lost, our house. Lost the privilege to use it. He didn't lose it. Right. I was getting to that. Okay. And um, so the deal was that if he missed, I think he said you told him four or less, mm-hmm. right? Okay, if he um, got minus four or or less that he could have his DSI back and um, he got in the car Friday afternoon and his face was just, he was just depressed. Um, and what, what he was, um, what I really wanted to make him understand is that um, I wasn't mad at him. Because I think he thought we were going to be mad at him or going to be upset with him. But um, he's like, it's a lot. Now, and I didn't ask. He brought it up first thing. Right. I, I did not ask. And, but he goes, I'm not getting my DSI back because I missed a lot. I said, well, how much is a lot? Did you miss 20? No. Did you miss five? And we just started bouncing around. And sure enough, I got to the nine. And he's like. Yeah, yeah. I missed nine, so, and I'm just like, you know. But the thing is, is if it's only spelling, that's fine. We can work through spelling. But if he's struggling in everything, then are we doing him any favors by making him struggle all year long? I mean, all right. Well, let's, hold on. Let's let's go. We'll cut only get to back get to, to the end of the year and have to repeat it. You know, well, that is that is my concern. All right. Well, here's here's the thing. Um, so so first of all, you, he got them all right before you walked out the door. Yes. He had them memorized. He forgot them. I, I just them. He think for- he's not a well tester. It, well, and that could be. Which and may the, be. And you know what? I'm not sure that, sure that that overly concerns me. All right? And I want to explain to you why. Because first of all, I want to share with folks what happened to me as a child. All right? Right. Uh, and, and some people have already heard this before. But 
in, in can I just first can yes. I just say a DSi is like the new Nintendo yeah. DS which the DS stands for dual screen I have no idea what the I stands for yeah no idea at all D- it's DS <laughs> intellectual I don't know I don't know <laughs> but see and, and I know that the child is smart because he can conquer and master any technology that you put in his hands right he just can't take a test now if they put the test on the DSi We'd be skating through oh, the straight yeah. eights, you know? Yeah, but if he could actually answer the questions. Absolutely. And, and write it in. I bet you anything he'd do great. Okay, but, go ahead. And, well, and, and that's another thing I want to talk to you about. Uh, and and I'm, I'm very interested to see where this conversation goes because I haven't brought it up from this angle before. But um, so here's the thing. All right. I want to give a little background on my history. Right. So I end up going to kindergarten at uh, Clifton Elementary School yes, in did. Clifton, Ohio. This was back in the mid seventies, which we talked about a few months back. Yep, yep. back in the mid seventies. It was schools were not segregated then, but they might might as well might in have Cincinnati. well might have well been has been right uh, anyway. Might as well have been. Thank you. You're welcome. So I was there were there were two Caucasian children in the entire school. I was one of them. Uh, and in kindergarten, it wasn't so bad. I mean, obviously, what do you do in kindergarten? I, I mean, I could, you know, yeah. ca- I can count, can I can finger paint, and I can watercolor, and I can do all that stuff, right? Yeah. I can build blocks. Put me in first grade, though, and it, all of a sudden, you've got things that, you know, you're supposed to start, you know, learning some stuff that, that take you, you know, to the next level. How it's The beginning stages of reading and, and writing and, and all this other stuff. And when it came down to it, my mom and dad became very concerned because in first grade, I was also in Clifton Elementary. I was placed in the back of the classroom. I remember this vividly. I was placed in the back of the classroom in the corner. Never once did a, t- did a teacher in first grade ever speak to me. I was not spoken to. I was sat in my desk. That's just wrong. I, had, I was never spoken to. And... Um, and be- <laughs> The chat room cracks me up. I know. But anyway, um, I was never spoken to, and I had straight A's. Okay. Every single report card, every progress report, every everything, straight A's. No, I mean, I mean, you couldn't get better grades than what I had. But you couldn't spell at Cliff. The, <laughs> at the end of first grade, my mom and dad became very concerned with the fact that I could not spell Cliff. Right. C-L-I-F-F. And well, and, and I, I've never said anything, but I'm wondering, you know, McKenna, Megan and Matthew, all three knew how to spell their names in preschool. Right. And where's the mom and dad in this scenario? Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. Maybe your mom and dad should have like looked up and paid attention before the end of the first grade. But I'm just saying. But, you know, but I, I you know, that, uh, no finger pointing here. <laughs> So, or what, or wait a second. I think I just did. You did. You, you opened that door. I did open that door. All right. So anyway, I could not do anything. I mean, right. it, it was just, I was not learning anything at all. So what my mom and dad decided to do is to put me in Catholic school. All right. I was going to be, mm-hmm. I was being, I was being forwarded on to second grade in Clifton Elementary. My mom and dad said, uh, no, you're not. No, you're not. And so they took me down the street. What's so funny in the chat room? The teachers didn't speak to Cliff, so they gave him time to speak a lot. What? Nothing. All right. No, it's where you found your love for talking. Oh, yes. Now finally somebody will talk to me. Yeah. So anyway, um, so they moved me down the street. 
there's there was the Annunciation, right? All right, Church of the Annunciation, and it had a Catholic school. And so my mom and dad decide, you know, Catholic school is the place where we're going to to go. Uh, <laughs> Troy's in the chat room. He says he still spells it Cliff EOTC in the chat room. Oh, too funny. Awesome. It's anyway, a great day. It is. Okay, go ahead. If you guys have never joined us for a live show <laughs> and don't know what it's like to have the chat room going as we're talking, yeah. it's hilarious. It is. So you can join us. Uh, what time do we do this show? 12 noon. Yeah. At noon on Thursdays, Eastern Time. Right. GSPN.tv. So you got live. moved down to the Annunciation Catholic School. And they tested, they, they before they would allow me to go in the second grade, they had already known that my mom and dad were concerned. So right. they tested my knowledge. Yes. And they said, he's actually at a kindergarten level. Yeah. You know, but we're not going to put him back in kindergarten. <laughs> but we'll put him in first grade. <laughs> but if you want him to go to our school, we will not put him in second grade. He'll have to go into the first grade. And so there went my being held back right. in school. So what did that do to you? It it I will tell you, there are a lot of psychological As, ramifications to being held back. Would you you would have been eight? I, d- I have no idea. I don't play any attention to the. All I know is that every. <laughs> I mean, if you were 14, then well, I can see you getting little. Well, all I know is that for the rest of my career, school, for the rest of my education. Yes. You can I call all, it a, your school career. Uh, yeah. For the rest of my time in school, I remember always explaining I was held back. I was held back. You know, why, you know, and of course for Matthew, it's not going to be why are you older? But the fact is, is that. There's because always if Matthew a, got held back, he would just be the same age as everyone else. I understand that, but I'm telling you, I still believe that there is something in your mind about the fact that you've been held back, okay. and not that it was my fault, but I was. But I will tell you, I was always I was held back. I understand. Now let me now, go, go ahead. No, what? Nope. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I, I was just going to say. So, so I will tell you that all, all the way through. Okay. It's it, it's. It, and here's here's where it got to me, and it was right after. It was actually in college. You know, I'm thinking, okay, college, I can finally get rid of this because you're, there's somebody in their you know 60s that's you know sitting next right. to me in college. No big deal, right? Uh, well, I would run into people. It's like, oh, I, we went to school. We went to college. You you graduated '91, right? No, '92. <laughs> Boo-hoo, get over it. I was, that just happens. That's just I part know, of but, life. But, it, but I'm just telling. You can say that. Because you never experienced that. Exactly. I didn't. Um, I started school when I was five. Mm-hmm. Um, my birthday is the 10th of August. So uh, my birthday was always two weeks before school started. So two weeks before school started, I I turned five. And um, graduated when I was 17. But I'm a girl. Never had a problem. I was always the brightest in the class. I was the winner of the spelling bees. I was getting, you know, shown off to all the other second grade teachers because I could do all the multiplication kids that the other kids couldn't. It wasn't until I lost my interest in learning somewhere around high schoolish, meeting a guy that, you know, took all of my attention and I slept through my classes that I actually became a problem student. Um, but that was of my own. That was of my own will. Right. And, um, so I, I I don't get that, but I do. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, okay. I, I understand that you, you somewhat get I had a completely different experience, right? but I still get what you're talking about. Now, let, let me take this to the next step here, and I want to talk to you about something else. That was 
after so I did second grade at the Annunciation School with the nuns that actually had the rulers and everything and that we won't yeah. go into that because that wasn't that big of a deal. I was a good kid in school. Oh, we could talk about yardsticks. Yeah. If you want to talk about yardsticks. No, let, but let's let's go over so we we head over to Mary Queen of Heaven in Erlanger, Kentucky where I spent from second grade through seventh grade. All right? And I want to tell you from second grade through second through seventh grade I had straight D's, straight D's in every single subject nonstop. I mean, uh, you know, I was one of those people that got spanked. If you had a a D or, and and, oh, by the way, I had a couple F's in there, you know, back and forth. And in fact, if I brought an F up to a D, then I was looking pretty good. So I, I had pretty solid straight, you know, straight D average you know, with with couple F's. Okay. There. Yeah. Spelling. I was through the. T- I remember in in third grade, I still couldn't spell. Right. And where's our son at? You, you figured out how to spell Cliff, though, right? I I did learn how to spell okay. Cliff in first grade the second time. <laughs> I did learn that one. But but what I'm saying to you is that now, I wanna I wanna preface or I wanna I wanna follow that statement up by telling you it's not that I wasn't learning. While I was in school, because I was. You weren't retaining anything that you were learning. I won't even say that. I was being exposed to very advanced things. In fact, now it's different today. Matthew in third grade and Megan, when she was in third grade, they are learning things at their school today that most of us who were in public school were like, what in the world? Right. In Catholic school back then, I was learning um, trigonometry in fifth grade. I didn't have that until college. You know, algebra, I had that in third grade. Right. You know, I mean, it's like X minus, I mean. Algebra, that, now you're talking my language. Well, that's what I'm saying. And and I was getting straight D's and F's in it. But here's what happened is is I, I went through Catholic school making straight D's and F's. I will tell you, a lot of it had to do with the fact that I was not Catholic and. And, and treated differently and again. I was, I was treated differently again. And to be honest with you, I just hated being there. Um, and, and stuff like that. Just really had a horrible time at school all the way through. Uh, and th- until my mom and dad finally, finally took me out of Catholic school, put me into a public school where I went and from eighth grade through my senior year in high school, 4.0 grade average, straight A's all the way through. Now, I will tell you from eighth grade through 12th grade was all review. I mean, because there, you've done it I, all I did not learn a single new thing. It was all review. Right. I mean, I'm sitting there. It's like we're, we're sitting there learning algebra in 10th grade. And I'm like, this is third grade math. What? Seriously? This is all I got to do. And I would come home and I would do my homework and it's like, I'm out the door. You know, and, and so it was because it over time, it's, it's just coming. You know, I didn't grasp it all at the beginning, but I was exposed to it. And it's not that I wasn't trying because I was trying, but then again, some of it I I wasn't trying. So here's what I want to say is that, you know what, I don't know that holding a child back is is definitely the answer. Okay. But I, and I'm not even sure that Matthew getting minus nine on a spelling paper is something to be concerned about. Um, it's obviously something to to look into Mm -hmm. it's something to say okay but the question is is he is he having a is there something is he not mentally able struggling because he is is he struggling for one of many reasons um 
because number one, he can't keep up. He's just he's just not there, which is something that we'll have to accept. Is he struggling because there is a problem and he's unable to learn what they're trying to teach? Um, what was the other one that, one that I was going to say? I don't even remember now. I don't remember now. And there was another one that I was going to say. Um, but so finding out why is the first, yeah. you know, or is there really a problem? Yeah. Is he just, he doesn't want to do it. You know, maybe it's just his focus. It has nothing to do with the fact that he can't do the work or he can't keep up. Maybe he's just unfocused. Which, and and you know, somebody else in here was just saying that, uh, let me, let me, I think it was Edith. So let me go back up here. I was diagnosed with dyslexia when I was 27, 27 years right. old. And so, you know, th- this is something that, you know, we need, we should Absolutely. be looking into as well. Um, you know, and, and Artie says, you know, is, is he unchallenged? And I don't know that he's unchallenged in our school. I, I think he is challenged and we're definitely putting the challenge on at home as well. But there's one other aspect of this that we haven't talked about in this conversation at all. Holding kids back, public school, Catholic school, different. Some children learn have different learning. They just learn differently. They learn differently. Absolutely. And the classroom setting isn't no. that way. I mean, being put into you know a class and, and, and being told to sit still all day isn't the way they learn. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm wondering... You know, that's what one of the beautiful things about homeschooling mm-hmm. is that you can adjust your child's learning to their learning style. Right. And he could create DS games <laughs> that would factor that learning. No, um, I I so understand, you know, and Tony says, where you're going. you know, there's visual learners, kinesthetic learners, yes. auditory, auditory learners, etc. And that and that's something that you and I have. We have looked into homeschooling mm-hmm. before and we understand that that's a very big reality and not every child's going to, and I was not the type of learner. Um, I have clients that pay me $95 an hour right now to do things that, that they think are just unbelievable. They're like, Oh my gosh, how do you do this? Not once have I ever read a book about how to do what I do. Not once have I ever sat in a classroom to learn how I do what I do. Uh, none of that. Right. I have not been taught by anybody to do what I do. I've gone in. I said, this is what I need to do. I go in and look at something and I see how it's put together. And I don't know what kind of learning that is, but I deconstruct things and say, okay, well, what if I did it this way? What would that do? And I'm like, this is how this all works. And then all of a sudden, logically, I put in my mind how this language called PHP works. I've never read a book on PHP, but I can script a PHP script together. Absolutely. And so that is a completely different um, way of doing things. And, and we've said multiple times that Matthew is just like you mm-hmm. in so many ways. So why can't that be one of them? Right. You know, why have... I, I yeah, don't know. And, and I think it's interesting to know that, that he is struggling with his grades much in the same way that I struggled with my grades right. in the same areas. Well, I think that... And the difference is that we are acknowledging it and trying to find a solution to make it better for him. Um, one of my concerns is, and this this reflects on us as parents, one of my concerns with um, 
where we're at right now with Matt is that Megan is an exceptional student mm-hmm. and um, is constantly telling him how easy that is or I can't believe you can't get that or, um, you know, just which I'm working on. You know, obviously that's that's a put down and we don't accept those. Although they continue to give them and I continue to discipline that act. But um, so getting I mean, getting them to understand that they are completely different in every way is more difficult than just telling them that they're completely different in every way. Right. Do you have any idea what I just said? Yes. Okay. And, and you know, and that's the thing. And, and one of the things that I've realized is that I have defaulted to being very upset with Matthew for not applying himself more hard, harder to his. And, and and I remember how that made me feel. I, I felt, you know, that I wasn't pleasing my parents right. and stuff like that. And it's like, ah, uh, I need to approach this from a different and that, angle. And that's why I think that when he got in the car the other day, when he got in the car last Friday, he looked completely defeated. Yeah. Yeah. Completely defeated. And I know that he's a pleaser. Yeah. I know that he is. He wants to please us. Um, but I don't want him to get good grades just to please me, though. I, I want him to get good grades because he's <laughs> applying. What? <laughs> Richard in the chat room says Megan is also three, four, five, or six years older than Matt, depending on close <laughs> memory. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i love that anyway i'm such a horrible dad no you're not um i cannot remember my kids it, age for well anything. like you said it's always changing <laughs> so um but no and, and so i think that that had a lot to do because you have been getting frustrated where i am um as his mom how can i make this better for him how can i make this better um you know what needs to happen to i i'm you know, I'm perfectly okay with him being an average student. I, and I am too. You know, I, he doesn't need to excel like Megan does. I am, she is different. I don't know that I'm willing to press my son to be a straight A student. I'm not. And So I hope you're not because right. he's not. But, but here's what I'm saying is I, I think that it's important for us. I, I th- here's, here's what I know. This is, this is what I have honestly believed that God's laid on my heart. It is my responsibility as a parent to give my children the best opportunity the best educational opportunity that I can so that they can grow into the mature adults that God desires for them to be. Absolutely. All right. Now whether that be public school, private school, home school, doesn't matter. My my responsibility is to provide that they learn mm-hmm. what they need to learn to survive and to thrive in this world. Right. All right. To do whatever it is God's got got planned for them in their life. And you know what? I, I will tell you right now, I am, I was, before I left to go do this business, I was an extremely successful insurance agent. One, matter of fact, out of 14,000 agents, I was in the top 50 out of 14,000. And that's with me having straight D's and occasional F's from second grade all the way through seventh grade. Right. All right. Now, again, I had straight A's from, you know, eighth grade on and even had 4.0 average in college. But at that point in time, it, it became more about me rather than more about my parents and about pleasing teachers and all this other stuff. And so so I'm OK with that. But I, I but I'm I don't want to get OK with the fact that 
maybe he might be slacking off or he's not applying himself. So I guess I bring all this up to say that I'm not, I don't want the default response when you go to see the teacher to be, I don't think the conversation of, do you think we he sh- right. should be held back? No. Because I honestly, if- it's way too early in the game to, to be asking. I was not planning on going to ask her that question. That I was know. a conversation I was no. having with you. I understand. Um, Okay. But but here's my concern is that if he is having a struggle with this style of learning this time in third grade, he's going to have the same style trouble with this style of learning. You put him in the same same exact environment. I don't think nine months difference is going to make that much of a change. Right. Because going year to year to year to year in Catholic school did not improve my grades. Right. Does that make sense? I was I was in the same absolutely pitifully boring class where I was told to st- to look forward, stare at the back of the head or the chalkboard, do- put, keep your hands on your desk, don't, don't talk to the person next to you. And I'm like, how am I supposed to learn? I want to ask you questions. I want to have conversation. And I was not allowed to do that. I was told to listen to a lecture and I was forced to learn that way. And, and, so that's what I'm saying is that, you know, when we talk about this and I'm not opposed to Matthew being held back. I mean, right. you know, if that ha- if that happens, but I would be more apt to talk about homeschooling just Matthew. Right. And not Megan. Before, well, I don't think that Megan would benefit would, from homeschooling That's right exactly now. it. I don't think so. Me, what, tell them She's about smarter Megan's, than I am. I, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> well, she I, thinks she is. I, I, I disagree with that. <laughs> and I, I disagree thinking that she she's not any smarter than Matthew. Her was, learning... I know. I'm just saying this for our audience. Her learning style is sitting in the classroom. Absolutely. She excels in that environment. She does. Well, not only does she excel in it, she thrives on it. It feeds into that's exactly her, right. her success. Um, a couple of things from the chat room here is that, um, where'd it go? Um, Michi Pai says people don't need to be straight A students in order to have a successful life. Absolutely. You know, that's just, that's just a fact. And um, there was another thing that I wanted to share before I moved on, but I don't remember what it was. Does anybody in the chat room know of a book that talks about the different learning styles? Um, because I'd, I'd love to. Oh, rec- and Tony says that it it um, didn't Lisa Rut- Welch write a book like that. She wrote the book. So you're thinking about homeschooling, which talked about different families and their their homeschooling um, methods. Okay. And how even even in the book there were some parents who only um, homeschooled one child and not the other for for different reasons. Gotcha. So. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. So anyway, there was something else in the chat room, but I, it's it's gone now. It's done, moved, and okay. I can't think of it. But um, so absolutely, we need to. You were you had me talking about something, Megan. Yeah. Were we talking about? Megan? We were talking about the fact that Megan excels Megan in yeah, that in, environment, and then the possibility that if that homeschooling isn't an all or none. Oh, and I just wanted to clear it up. I don't think Megan's smarter than me. I was just I making a joke. I know you weren't, but okay. I, but but the thing is though, is I I I, I want to say that homeschooling may be an option for Matthew that that we keep her there. Does that make sense? Yes. And Tony says, you said, Tony said, so let me go back and see if I can find Tony's. Okay. From what you've said, um, Matthew is maybe a stop. (laughs) 
<laughs> the chat room keeps going, doesn't Stop it? Stop chatting, people. It moves every time you chat. Okay, um, from what you said, maybe Matthew is a, what is that? Is it, um, it's the one that starts with a K. And, it, and it's gone again, thank you, Richard. Anyway, asked if we had seen Akela in the B. Um, what she did in that in that movie was she did jump rope to um, learn yes. and to memorize. And so maybe um, Matthew could... Um, she says hacky sack or do oh, soccer that, bumps that's or the something. Kine- so, kinesthetic, yes, le- kinesthetic learning. So yeah, and and I put a link to uh, two books in the uh, sh- show notes or into the chat room so far. One is so you're thinking about homeschooling, and also the other book that I just put in there is what your third grader, um, you know, what your third grader needs to know. That those are those are really good books. Yeah, um, we did with Megan. Um, there was a lot of talk about homeschooling Megan in the very beginning. Yep. Um, until we realized that she fed off of that environment and um, had th- been going over the book with her, what your kindergartner needs to know. Um, obviously, it was before we enrolled her in kindergarten. And um, really, really good. Yeah. Really good books. Yep. As far as what your kid needs to go know going into the fourth grade. Um, but you know, I, I'm really, I'm really disappointed right now. Everything we have a fourth grader. Okay. Um, I already said that everything that Matthew's doing is preparing him for this test they're going to take in the spring, which it's a state test. It is the test that the kids take where the state grades our school. Yeah. Okay. And I could care less about that. Absolutely. Me too. Everything that they are learning between now and April is preparing them for that test. Mm-hmm. Even the third graders take it, although the third graders' scores do not affect the results of our school score. Right. Um, but Megan's does. Everything they're learning is all about that test. When You know what? They did that test, and, and all the ones I took in high school, they all you, affected yeah, the school's you test. Know, you you, you know spell what I did? things with your, with your dots, and you. I was we playing. all did it. We all played games, and it's just it's, it's not worth it. This is the stupidest thing. The the worst mistake they ever made was was when we asked, "Will this go on any kind of permanent record? Will this nope. be on any of our records?" They said, "Nope." All I needed yeah, to know. Thank you. You shouldn't have told people that. You know. Can we bring a pillow for when we're done with the test? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm gonna be done pretty quick. I'm gonna be done pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell your kids that, please. But um, I'm not. We have told them that it does not affect their. You know, we did tell them that. Yeah. We didn't tell them they could take a pillow or anything. I might as well. Uh, <laughs> so it's just, it's frustrating. Everything revolves around this state test. Yeah. yeah. And so. Which means basi- nothing to me. Basically, what does this podcast have to do with anything? It, it's pretty much just sharing with you that, you know, as a family, you know, we, we're always wondering, you know, what's the right decision for the education of our children? And if anything, you can find out that we quite aren't sure yet. I, we, well, not that we're not sure. I still support every decision that we've made up to this point. No, I, yeah, we've we've done and what we've we felt led said, to do. We've always said we will reevaluate each year. Yes, we are simply reevaluating. That's exactly where we're at, and and we're looking. And right now, Megan's doing excellent. Couldn't do better. Matthew probably not in no, the I best just, environment just right now. Yeah, I just showed cliff all of megan's now um in our in our state they do not receive letter grades on their report cards until the fourth grade so this is the first year megan's going to get letter grades she's so excited and she's going to be on the ab honor roll yeah nearly every paper she brought home from last week is um 
She'll probably be on the A honor roll, honestly, because yeah. everyone was 100 except for one. So Two. so don't be surprised if you hear the HS word from, come from us in f- future conversations. Yeah, it's... You know, it, it's something that... And, and, and we, I never dreamed possible. I never dreamed of the day. It never thought... Occur, the thought never occurred to me that, you know, we might homeschool, but not all of our children. Yeah. That that has never occurred to me as really? even a, a distant thought. Okay. Nope. Never. Never. Anyway, so we still have a lot of things uh, to do here, uh, to think about, to discuss. Uh, really, you know, what are you dealing with? Have, have, have you ever been held back? How have you felt about it? Uh, did you, do you have a different learning style? Were you 27 years old when you found out that you were dyslexic, dyslexic um, and stuff like that? We want to say thank you to Mardell.com, L-M-A-R-D-E-L.com. If you go there, you what can... What were the two books you put in there? Um, what a Third Grader Should Know. Oh, that's right. Needs to Know. And, and um, so you're thinking about homeschooling by Lisa Walter. Yeah, we'll put links to those in the show notes. And by the way, if you use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart, it does two things. Gives you 10% off of your order. And also, it will provide a way of saying thank you to Mardell.com for making this podcast happen. We'll talk to you soon. Give us a call at 859-795-4067. We want your feedback. Talk to you next week. God bless. Bye.